This is the Casper and Chris podcast. From News Talk KBOI, Boise. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. morning good morning i'm chris walton he's mike casper except that's not true oh okay did i you mean i lied unless it's freaky friday at least i didn't lie to congress which apparently dr anthony fauci did we'll We'll talk about this this morning uh criminal charges senator Rand paul has demanded a perjury probe uh into his lie under oath uh that COVID did not come from the Wuhan lab and that the United States was not funding gain-of-function research in uh, the Wuhan lab. We'll talk about that coming up here this morning. Um, He has been referred to to a D.C. prosecutor. We know for a fact already that Dr. Fauci lied lied to Congress because he admitted it. But he said he did that one, that, that lie, for a good reason because he didn't want people running out and buying N95 masks, taking away the possibility for doctors, nurses, healthcare professionals to be able to get the mask because there was a limited supply. So he said masks did not help in stopping COVID, which he knew. He said he knew at the time that it did uh, help alleviate that. But he said he lied because he didn't want regular people like you and me running out and buying masks in masks so that they wouldn't be available for healthcare workers. That, however, is not... Well, that all sounds very stupid. What he has been referred to, a uh, prosecutor for looking into perjury charges for. We'll talk about that coming up here for you this morning. Uh, also, if uh, you have not been in Florida in the last couple of days, uh, get your butt out of bed and get up to work because you're not uh, a multimillionaire this morning. You're not a billionaire. Well, the only way you'd be a billionaire is if you took the payout, which apparently nobody does. <laughs> um, the $1.58 billion, didn't quite make it to $1.6 billion. Mega Millions drawing, the largest in history, was won last night by a ticket sold in Florida. In Neptune Beach, Florida, which I have now heard of. Which yesterday, I hadn't. Chances are... Um, we might not know who this person is for a little while because if they take the advice of experts, they will hunker down, not say anything to anybody, even their closest family. Well, they'll also create a trust, and then uh, the money will go to the trust. Well, that's just and, one of the few things so that they they'll can, do. And so they can announce that uh, the New Life Trust or something like that, that's what people, they always uh, they always name it something like Struck It Rich uh, Trust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the, uh, that's just one of the things they would do. First thing they would do is hire an attorney, a CPA. Oh, you better do that. Tax to attorney. The, to create the trust. Yeah. So all those things would happen. Of course, first thing you do is sign your ticket and then yeah. take a picture of your ticket, 
So in case you lose it, you still have proof that you had the ticket, and then you lock that ticket away in a safe or a safety deposit box, and then you keep your mouth shut. Exactly. <laughs> so, Which, as we've uh, as we've discussed before, uh, there are people who have the right to remain silent, but not the ability. Mm. Um, and I'm not sure if Florida uh, is a state. There are some states where you do not have to give out your name when you win the lottery. Mm-hmm. Idaho is not one of those states. You must share your name. You must allow pictures to be taken. Um, and I, I don't know if Florida is one of those. I don't know either. But if you look on the Mega Millions website, you'll see a whole bunch of past winners, uh, most of whom won just a million bucks, which is still pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but uh, And they've even got people on there who've won as little as 50000 and and then you know the occasional person standing there with a check for four hundred million, but um, there are some where it just says uh, winner in South Carolina or something like that, and, right. they don't, and they don't have a picture of them. They just have a picture of like South Carolina. Winning numbers, by the way, thirteen, nineteen, twenty, thirty-two, thirty-three. And then the yellow ball of 14. You might want to check their numbers because there were million-dollar winners. If you pick five numbers and not the Powerball, you still win a million dollars. The $1.58 billion payout uh, will go to the winner if they opt for the annuity. You get an instant payment, and then the rest of it's paid out over 29 years. Uh, 99.9% of the time, people usually take the lump sum option. You You know what's funny on that annuity? Uh, I, I just always assumed, you know, they give it to you in 30 equal payments. No, nope. not, not even close. They start with the lowest payment and then every year add 5% until uh, they've got to figure out how much it'll be over 30 years. Yeah. Your biggest payment will be your last year when you're right. dead. Uh, pretty much. Um, the lump sum payment, by the way, $783.3 million. Before which, taxes? Before taxes, which after taxes is around $300 million, which is the reason why I, I, I just don't play. It's just not worth it. By the time Wait, you pay taxes. $780 million after taxes is three hundred. Yeah, No, $780 million once you pay the taxes would be around $300 million, depending on. Well, that's what I was saying. You, you would pay $480 million in taxes? Um. Yeah, uh, so, so your taxes depending on like if two. you have if you have state taxes and uh, federal taxes. So your your, it would, it, your it, tax rate would be thirty nine percent plus state plus state taxes. It still wouldn't anywhere equal to fifty percent, would it? It would be over fifty percent. It would. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, you know, there are some states. It depends. Like I said, and I don't know Florida, what the state of Florida charges for state taxes, but. Um, like 39% federal tax rate plus 12%, um, you're you're over 50%. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are tax rates in states that... I mean, Idaho used to have a 12% tax rate until a couple of years ago when legislature dropped our tax rate down to 8%, which would still be close to 50% in Idaho. But it's still 300, 400,000, not worth it. <laughs> Um, I, was, I, I finally did. By the way, we we uh, we bought uh, two tickets last night. Did you? And did you check I, any I, of the numbers? No, I haven't. Oh. Che- I haven't checked the numbers yet. But I know that the yellow ball or whatever it's called, the mega ball. Uh, my numbers were two and three, and neither one of those was the winner. <laughs> I'm just curious. Out of uh, the two tickets that you got, if you got any one of the numbers that were picked last night, which, by the way, in case you're wondering, thirteen, nineteen, twenty, thirty-two, thirty-three. 
So it'll be interesting to see if you got anyone. This 31 straight drawings without a winner. So now Powerball and Mega Millions, who had all got up close to a billion dollars or over a billion dollars, yeah. uh, both been won over the last uh, three weeks. If you did win money, I was, congratulations. And, I was thinking yesterday about you. what I would do, you know, with, with the money. Not not all the procedural stuff we talked about earlier, but just the fun stuff. And I could think of about two weeks worth of stuff to do, after which I would be, like, bored. <laughs> okay, I've already done everything I wanted to do. Uh, now let's let's buy some stuff that I've ne- always wanted to buy. Which, by the way, with me is practically nothing. Nothing? Oh, my gosh. I got all yeah. sorts of stuff that I'd be rushing out to buy. Not me. Have a house here, have a house there, buy this car, buy these golf clubs. I pro- I'd probably live like one of those mafioso guys who just lives in a you know basic neighborhood in a basic house so nobody knows he has money. <laughs> in, in Idaho, you'd still be able to figure it out. Well, you'd, maybe. you'd probably want to move. Boy, um, you boy, you have a nice lawn. <laughs> you'd probably want to move just so you could live in a gated community so you could keep your, your friends and family away. Just guessing. That's not even that big of a problem with me. <laughs> oh, because you don't have any friends and I, no family? I Well, I, they're out there somewhere. I just tend to be kind of a hermit. Oh, trust me. One, once you they find out you win uh, $782 billion, you'll have people, you'll have your family coming out, mm-hmm. even if you don't see them of a whole lot. They'll, they'll have hey, to, you remember me? No. They'll, they'll well, we've be, never met, but... They'll uh, have to be detectives. Because, I'm a seventh cousin to you. Yeah, they'll have to be detectives because none of them know my phone number or address mm-hmm. as of right now. KBY News Time 615. Let's get a check on what's going on uh, with sports. Once again, this morning, it's brought to you by Pork Belly in Kuna. Once again, place to go if you want to get a delicious breakfast and lunch. Now, they're not open yet, but you can start making your plans by checking out their menu. Go to theporkbellyidaho.com. The Boise State men's basketball team will participate in a three day, eight team tournament Thanksgiving weekend in Orlando, Florida. It's called the ESPN Events Invitational, so the games will be televised nationally. Tuesday, it was announced that the Broncos' opening round opponent will be Virginia Tech. The teams will play at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 our time, on Thanksgiving Day. Other schools in the tournament are Virginia Commonwealth, Iowa State, Texas A&M, Penn State, Florida Atlantic, and Butler. On Tuesday, we mentioned that the Atlantic Coast Conference, despite its name, was considering offering membership to Stanford and Cal. Now they have added SMU to that list. The Mustangs currently play in the American Athletic Conference, the one that used to be called the Big East. A year ago, the Pac-12 was considering inviting SMU, but that was before eight other teams announced they would be leaving the Pac-12. It was also revealed Tuesday that San Diego State was attempting to put together a new Power Five conference featuring itself, the four remaining members of the Pac-12, three other teams from the Mountain West Conference, and four teams from the American Athletic Conference. But that fell through when the Mountain West presidents voted during a telephone conference to remain united. It was not revealed whether Boise State would have been one of the Mountain West teams invited to the new conference. That's sports. Get 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 623-208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. A couple of updates on things we have talked about. Last month, we told you Subway uh, was looking to give free sandwiches for lifetime to some person who has agreed to change their first name to Subway. 
Subway mm-hmm. announced yesterday. Take a guess on how many people said they would legally change their names to Subway just for the chance to receive free sandwiches for life. See, I, I want to say like two, and then I also want to say like you know two hundred thousand. So what's it, what's it closer to? Ten thousand people. Okay, said they would legally change their names to Subway. Um, and by the way, they did so within the first ninety six hours now, of the promotion. When they say lifetime sandwiches, how many do you get? Like, do you go in every? Probably day? one to, once a day would be my guess. Mm, that would be good. Um, one winner will will be selected later this month. Subway said, in addition to the sandwiches, the winner will receive money to reimburse legal and processing costs to complete the legal name change. So it's not just hey, I, I'll do it. They're going to force you to change your name to Subway. Well, good that, morning. That, that was the contest. Thanks for listening in. He's Subway Walton. I'm Subway <laughs> Casper, and we have free sandwiches for life. Which, by the way, we're. Currently eating and not sharing. By the way, um, if they were smart, they would pick a, you know, if there was anybody that was either, say, a social media influencer or a radio or television host, they would pick that person because they get more daily for their dollar. Yeah. Uh, Another update on a story, and this is a story we told you about yesterday. Kevin Brown, broadcaster for the Baltimore Orioles, who, by the way, also broadcast football for ESPN. He's done Olympic sports. He's done women's softball for ESPN. He's a very well-known and well-respected young broadcaster. When I say young, he's 33 years old. He, uh, We told you yesterday he had been suspended by the Baltimore Orioles because he pointed out facts about how yeah. the Orioles are playing he, this year. He cited a statistic. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, Brett writes in, uh, you guys talked about this yesterday. I wanted to give you follow-up news to the Orioles' controversy. By the way, um, the whole league has come to his defense, by the way. Last night, people showed up in the ballpark um, with signs that said, Free Kevin Brown. (laughs) Right. This is just a bad, bad PR move by the ownership of the Baltimore Orioles because the Orioles said that it made it sound like they were cheap. Pointing out the facts of how Good you're playing this year based on the previous four years? Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't say you're cheap. You are cheap. Um, Brett said that, uh, wrote in and said, this is the letter that Kevin Brown was sent yesterday by a uh, adult website. website. <laughs> Porn. I am terribly sorry to hear about your suspension stemming from last week's comments, pointing out that the Orioles have won three of the first five games at the Trop this season after winning three of 21 games played at St. Pete from 20 to 22. It's a fair statement, and to be suspended for speaking the truth is a shameful look at Orioles' uh, ownership. We at Cam Soda, a leading adult entertainment company, are aware you're being in the market, uh, means 29 other teams want you, and we are throwing in our name in that hat as the 30th team. We'd like to offer you a position as the site's official couples cam show play-by-play announcer. Your skills on commentating regarding bats and balls are matched by few, and we've got plenty of action on our platform. Oh, and you'll be able to speak your mind here. We believe in freedom of speech. We'd be willing to compensate you up to $750,000 to serve in this role through the end of Major League Baseball season. So he's, he's going to get $750,000 well, for basically three months' work. He's not, though. He could. But he's not. He could. Also, the Orioles announced that he's coming back this weekend. Yeah. Well, they pretty much 
have to. Yeah. And they said it was just a suspension. They didn't say it was fired. Said, please let us know so we can get you set up and have you on the mic for a show as soon as tonight. Best, Darren Parker, Vice and, President and the, of Cam Soda. The, the, funniest, the funny thing is, is they suspended him because they uh, said they, they felt like he made them sound cheap. But, of course, suspending him made them sound stupid. <laughs> so, no, they are cheap and stupid. Yeah. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Uh, you can get through by uh, also calling us toll-free from wherever you might be listening. 1-800-529-5264. That is always encouraged. If you want to take part in the show, you can also email us, chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. I did notice that uh, gas prices at a couple of the uh, different gas stations I passed this morning dropped in price yesterday. How much? Three cents a gallon. Oh, boy. Well, right from better than two. Four. Ten a gallon to four oh seven. Wow, a gallon. So pretty much throughout the Treasure Valley, we're between four oh five, four dollars and ten cents a gallon. The uh, entire state, by the way, average price in Idaho right now mm-hmm. is four dollars and four cents a gallon. Great. Just before I, I take off this, I weekend. wish I wish I were more impressed by it dropping <laughs> three cents. Greg writes in uh, the conversation we had uh, yesterday. Uh, says I need to bring up diesel fuel once again. It was cheaper than regular gas not long ago. Now it's more uh, than gasoline and over four dollars a gallon again. Lowering the price of diesel would be an instant way to improve our economy, and that's a fact. It's much the same as the job numbers. They don't count people like me who are not going to work, not part of the system, so false numbers. So this is, we were talking yesterday about uh, Bidenomics and whether or not is it is affecting you or is this just a talking point. And the reason it's a talking point is because there is a presidential campaign going on. And if you look at polling numbers, the majority of people, over 50%, don't think Biden is doing a good job with the economy. So what do you do if you're not doing a good job with the economy? You start to tell people you're doing a good job at the econ- with the economy. Yeah. And that is the talking point, because no matter how you feel about abortion, no matter how you feel about immigration, if the economy is bad and you are an incumbent president, there's a very good chance that you're not going to get a second term. And you can look at Jimmy Carter. The economy was in horrible condition as he was running for president for a second term. He didn't get a second term. True. So economy is the one thing that if Americans, they vote with their pocketbook. And if they're not doing well, they want change, and that change comes at the top. So that's a good portion of the talking points that you're going to see President Biden over the next year and a half hitting hard is if the economy you know, is doing better, better I, whether it is or not. I will bet you right now he will not give a single speech in which he will say that he did something really bad. I'm not going to take that bet. I'd be, I'd be willing to bet you that uh, he might give a single speech where he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. I'll take that bet. Well, why don't we go ahead and you know circle around and put fifty, sixty more uh, politicians into that one <laughs> who are running for president? No, just oh, in general, yeah. 
KBY News Time, 645. Let's get a check on what's going on with uh, sports. Once again this morning, brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuna. Uh, get ready to head in. They're opening up in 15 minutes. You can get through the coffee drive through Once again, hip drips, coffee drinks, energy drinks, iced coffee, hot coffee. Um, all you have to do is drive through the drive through It opens at the same time Pork Belly does. Don't even have to get out of your car. The University of Georgia has fired a member of its recruiting staff who survived a January traffic accident in which Bulldogs offensive lineman Devin Willick and fellow recruiting staffer Chandler LaCroix were killed. Victoria Bowles was let go one month after she filed a negligence lawsuit against the University of Georgia Athletic Association and former Georgia defensive lineman Jalen Carter. The crash happened January 15th, less than a week after the Bulldogs beat TCU in the national championship game. According to the university, LaCroix was driving a vehicle leased by the school. Willick Bulls and Bulldogs football player Warren McClendon were passengers in the car when LaCroix lost control of the vehicle after accelerating to race against another vehicle driven by Carter, who they recognized. The school says Bulls was fired for refusing to cooperate with his investigation into the crash. The Baltimore Orioles Tuesday said announcer Kevin Brown, who was suspended after citing on air a statistic about the team's past performance against the Tampa Bay Rays, would be back in the broadcast booth this weekend. Shortly thereafter, the Orioles were surprised by the Houston Astros in their evening game. Baltimore's all-star closer Felix Batista, who had surrendered only five runs all season and recorded 102 strikeouts in just 52 innings pitched, came in to pitch the ninth inning with a 6-3 lead, gave up two singles and a walk to load the bases, then surrendered a grand slam home run Aww. to the Astros' Kyle Tucker. It's the uh, first uh, winning home run, uh, winning grand slam home run of the season that was hit when a team was behind by three runs. That's a bummer because Seattle could have picked up another full game had Houston not come back. <sighs> That's sports. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI. 706, 61 degrees in downtown Good uh, downtown Boise. Good morning. He's Chris Walton. I'm Mike Casper. Thanks for listening in. And remember, you can always be a part of the show. Phone line's open to uh, do that, 208-336-3700. It's open during uh, all four hours of the show, so feel free to give us a call. Also, toll-free, 1-800-529-5264. You can uh, email us, chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. Text us, same as our main number. If you want to catch me on Facebook, you can do that. Just do a uh, search for Mike Casper, spelled with a K, by the way, if you want to uh, instant message on Facebook. Update for you on a story we have been uh, following having to do with the killings going on at the University of Idaho. Um, basically, Professor One, TikTok Psychic Zero. <laughs> Idaho judge has thrown out a lawsuit filed by a TikToker against University of Idaho professor and the facility member's legal counsel. Magistrate Judge Raymond Patrico on uh, yesterday uh, dismissed with prejudice, meaning it can't be brought back again, a lawsuit filed by Ashley Juilliard a social media personality from Texas who accused Rebecca Schofield of being involved in last November's murders of four University of Idaho students in Moscow. In his decision, Trico also quashed Juilliard's attempt to summon Schofield's lawyers, Wendy Olson and Elijah Watkins and Corey Carone, 
but did deny the professor's request to be awarded attorney's fees. Which, my personal opinion, why did you deny that? Why, why is she having to fight this frivolous lawsuit in court using her own money? Good question. That just seems stupid to me. During the hour-long hearing, Juilliard stood, uh, stood by her countersuit against Schofield, who still has a defamation lawsuit against the TikTok psychic. Schofield filed that suit last December after Juilliard persisted in saying online that the professor was intimately involved with the fatal killings of the four students. School police arrested Brian Kohlberg, you might remember, yeah. 28-year-old former graduate student, Washington State University, for the homicides. And his next court hearing, set for August 18th, is trial scheduled for early October. Police in Moscow issued a press release in December announcing that Schofield was not a suspect in the deaths. However, this TikTok psychic continued to say the professor had something to do with the murders. She psychically knew it. Even if it turns out, you know, not to be true, which it apparently has, the psychic should claim that it's not her fault because a spirit told her (laughs) and the spirit was obviously a liar. At the uh, hearing, Olson argued that the many claims made in the psychic attack against Schofield lacked plausible facts. According to court documents filed by Olson, uh, the uh, TikTok psychic, Juilliard, has been exploiting this tragedy in Moscow um, for months for personal gain online. Olson said Juilliard has made hundreds of TikTok videos about her investigation of the killings. Her investigation? That's what she, well, yeah, it's a psychic investigation. Oh, she talks to the spirits, and the spirits are telling her... Relatively labor-free. Who's, who's, who's done what? Uh, quoting here, this is not a case where facts are missing. This is a case where facts do not exist at all, Olson said of Juilliard's countersuit. Olson argued that Juilliard's accusations against the professor were based solely on spiritual research and not concrete evidence. Juilliard, who is the TikTok psychic, claimed that the First Amendment Oh, here we go again. Protects her practice of spiritual research and said a ruling against her would mean the court is opposing First Amendment rights. Oh, no! Once again. You know, know, it might mean the court doesn't believe in psychics. (laughs) Once again, maybe if Juilliard, who is the TikTok psychic, just listened for a while to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. You would, you would hear us tell you over and over and over again, you do have the right to say anything you want. However, there are repercussions if you say anything you want and they're not true. And it turns out to be slander. So nobody has stopped you from saying this. Not, your, your TikTok videos are still there. You've just accused someone of being involved in the murders with nothing more than a psychic feeling. My psychic feeling tells me um, that she's going to lose her court case <laughs> when when she goes to court for slander. See, the spirits talking to you make a lot more sense. <laughs> well, you know, I, I I pay a little more to uh, you know employ my my psychic spirits uh, than apparently she does. So how do you, how do you pay spirit? Um, psychic cash. Oh, here, just a second. 
There, I just paid my. Oh, I just oh. paid some of my spirits. Well done. Mm-hmm. Whoop! Psychic change. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Come again. <laughs> you know, might have been really impressive if you had dropped a bunch of change on the counter. Yeah, I don't. I don't have any though, or I, I would have. So anyway, uh, there you go. That's the update on at least uh, the psychic case, one of the cases that will be going to court. As we mentioned next week, um, they're going to be going to uh, court once again, and this is a procedural thing. This isn't the official court. They're laying out procedure uh, for the upcoming case that will be happening in October. Will the case actually happen in October? Hard to see because uh, Koberg, Koberger did not waive his uh, right to a speedy trial, so they only ha- they have a certain amount of time that they've got to get there. But that necessarily, I think it's ninety days. Yeah. But that doesn't include times that the court has to stop proceedings from going forward because there have been requests from either one of the sides of the lawyers um, for discovery or, or or whatnot. So, but as of right now, early October is when this court case is, uh, set barring, to barring, of go course. to court psychic disturbance. Yes. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe the judge can, uh, issue a psychic restraining order for the spirits of this psychic from Texas. Maybe already has. We don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We wouldn't, would we? Cause it would be psychic. I, uh, the only thing I know about psychics is I'm not one of them. Um, the only thing I know about this psychic is she is cray-cray. At yeah, least based I, on everything that has I, come out in uh, the... Uh, I suspect that. <laughs> in the uh, court trials so far. Um, we'll, we'll see if uh, the professor does indeed win their case of uh, slander against this don't TikTok you, psychic. Don't you, uh, don't you think psychics are uh, fake? Well, the other ones are. <laughs> not, my, not mine. My psychic knows exactly what's going on. Uh, still on the way for you uh, coming up this morning. Uh, phone lines open 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, not the only suit we're going to be talking about this morning. Idaho has been sued again over abortion law. Educators are saying that uh, Idaho's new abortion law violates their free speech. Once again, you have free speech. You can say anything you want. There could be repercussions. We'll talk about that coming up here for you this morning uh, also. Uh, time now for a check on what's going on in sports. Once again this morning, it's brought to you by Pork Belly and Cuna. Hey, they're open. Best breakfast, lunch. You love bacon? Oh, Chef Wally makes the best bacon. You like biscuits and gravy? The pork belly gravy is beyond compare. And by the way, the other thing that's beyond compare is their country fried steak, which has pork gravy oh, on top of it. I, I just made you hungry again. Gosh, I could destroy one of those right now. <laughs> Get into uh, pork belly. They are open uh, right now and have been open for 15 minutes. Quarterback Derek Carr has a chance to set a new NFL record this season. The former Raiders star is now at the New Orleans Saints who are scheduled to play the Carolina Panthers twice this fall. If Carr is the losing quarterback in either game, he will be the first quarterback in NFL history to lose to 31 different teams in his career. As of right now, Carr is one of nine quarterbacks who have lost to a record 30 different teams. 
The Boise State men's basketball team will participate in a three-day eight-team tournament Thanksgiving weekend in Orlando, Florida. It's called the ESPN Events Invitational, so the games will be televised nationally. Tuesday, it was announced that the Broncos' opening round opponent will be Virginia Tech. The teams will play at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 our time, on Thanksgiving Day. Other schools in the tournament are Virginia Commonwealth, Iowa State, Texas A&M, Penn State, Florida Atlantic, and Butler. That's sports. Time for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. Well, unfortunately, uh, another not so great day on uh, Wall Street yesterday. Uh, indexes down, Dow down again. Uh, as of right now, looking at Dow futures, basically flat this morning, which I guess is better than being down, but are in the red seven uh, seven points as of right now. Um, what's, what's going on? Uh, we have news coming up this week, right, that uh, probably going to give us some guidance on where the stock market could be headed. Uh, some of those numbers could be coming in tomorrow. Yeah, so, I mean, really the sour tone just hit yesterday with the downgrade of the kind of a handful of smaller to mid-sized U.S. banks. Sour the, the, the tone on Wall Street. Good news looking at yesterday's market action as we fell off the well, well off the session lows. I anticipate today to be relatively flat. All eyes are going to be set to Thursday and Friday where we're going to get the inflation data. Thursday is the consumer price index. Friday is the producer price index. And again, that is, it's like Groundhog Day where month over month we're, we're highly scrutinizing these numbers and how is inflation decelerating. But I actually anticipate a surprise to the upside. I think for the energy costs, the rise in gas, rise in fuel that we experienced in July, I think that's going to reflect in the headline number. And I think we're going to be in for a bit of a surprise of inflation actually growing month over month, which will likely cause a additional sour tone on Wall Street. So again, I think today is basically flat in anticipation of what these uh, what these inflation reports show on Thursday and Friday. When you uh, talk about in- inflation, I mean, it, it's weird that the experts don't even agree that, you know, because I read an article on Monday that said uh, it's looking more and more like the Fed is going to be pausing interest rates uh, increases by the end of the year. And then I saw an article yesterday that said Fed due to keep on increasing uh, interest rate raises through the end of the year and possibly into next. And it's like, well, who's right? You can't both be right. No, yeah, they, they can't be right. And listen, you have you have economists, you have people making predictions. I mean, it's that old adage, don't fight the Fed. Hey, we've had an aggressive Federal Reserve, but they've also walked some things back and said that we are going to wait and see what the data really, really holds. And there's this new narrative, this new story being painted and being talked about by a lot of Fed officials talking about this soft landing. And that that's ideally what they want. But again, if we see inflation continuing to go up, the Federal Reserve really doesn't have a choice. And they've been very clear that they want to hit 2%. We're at 3%. So if it continues to trend down, they'll likely they'll likely stay put. Um, I don't think we're going to see a rate cut unless we see some economic deterioration, which, again, if you look at the underlying data, it's really hard to argue that, at least in the in the upcoming future, the short term. 
But again, if we see a, a beat on the inflation numbers, I think the Federal Reserve will likely bump it up a 0.25%. Uh, maybe not in their next meeting, but maybe on the back half of the year. I think they'll likely need to see two months um, of back-to-back gains before they make a knee-jerk reaction. But yeah, you're right. It's just a lot of confusion and speculation of what the Federal Reserve is going to do. And then we'll they'll have another meeting and they'll it'll be a big spectacle <laughs> around the questions and Q&A and, and comments made afterwards and the market trying to predict what the Fed's going to do. And this all starts with the numbers that will be released tomorrow. So again, I think uh, I, I think Wall Street might be surprised as we get a bit of a, a higher inflation number, um, especially looking at the month over month. All right, we'll keep an eye on things today. As of right now, pretty much looking like the Dow, S&P, going to be opening up uh, fairly flat. NASDAQ is up about 20 points. So we'll get a few more updates throughout the day from you and then uh, talk to you once again, as usual, tomorrow morning at the same time. Thank you, Jensen. For your Google Play, simply say, hey, Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 741 208 336 3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. We've talked a lot about, and you're, you're going to be hearing more about President Biden's forgiveness. Let me rephrase that. President Biden's uh, readjustment of college loans to make you and I, our taxpayer dollars, pay for it. And if you're still wondering to this day, whether or not you should be taking out a college loan to go to school, and you think, hey, uh, if I get an art degree, I'm going to make a lot of money. No, you're not. Probably shouldn't be taking out a $100,000 loan to go get an art degree unless you're independently wealthy and don't care about how much money you make. However, you care about how much money you make, and you're you're looking for a job where it wouldn't cost you fifty, seventy, hundred thousand dollars $100,000 to get your degree because you don't need a degree to do this job. UPS might be the job for you. Now, we had told you about UPS threatening to go on strike, and they eventually came to an agreement on the over 300,000 workers UPS has. And UPS, according to the agreement that they made with the union and the company, the average full-time driver will be earning $170,000 annually over the next five years. Yeah, you're right. That uh, that can make up for uh, the lack of a lot of education. <laughs> Do you think? Um, this is up from about, and, and by the way, they get paid very well right now. Mm-hmm. The average right now for a full-time UPS employer or, uh, employee is $145,000. That's not bad. That, that's really, really good. Like I said, the new agreement is a five-year agreement, and they will be given annual raises over the next five years. Now, the $170,000 isn't all cash. This is included benefits, health care, um, pension, fund, all that stuff. So not only you know are you going to work and getting paid a lot of money, you also are going to be included in their pension fund. Their first raise, by the way, uh, expected to be 12.8%. And then every year they will be receiving another raise uh, until all the full-time employees get up to about $170,000 a year in a five-year period. There's got to be a catch here, but probably the only catch is you have to show up and work. Well, there's two catches. Number one, like you just said, 
you do have to show up and work. Yeah. Uh, number two, you have to work for UPS. They are one of the largest employers in the United States. Like I said, over 300,000 people. By the way, even their part-time drivers. So, I mean, say you have a full-time job. Mm-hmm. Say, you, say you want make a little extra money on the side. Uh, full-time drivers are also going to be getting a uh, raise, too. <laughs> I have flexible hours. I pick up the packages, and then I can deliver them whenever it's convenient for me. And, and keep in mind, one of the things that they uh, also got in the negotiations so that the uh, they didn't go on strike, the other thing they received, uh, a lot of people would go, well, I don't want to drive for them, especially if you live in places in the summertime, for instance, their vehicles, a lot of their vehicles don't have air conditioning. And that's one of the things that their workers complained about, especially people who lived in Arizona where it's 110, 115, 119 degrees. They were still having to drive around in their vehicles and no air conditioning. Part of the concessions that they got is all vehicles will also be air conditioning, be air conditioned. Hmm. So air conditioned, 170,000, sign me up. What about snacks? Uh, snacks will have to come in the next contract five years from now. You know what? If you pay me $170,000 a year... I'll I, buy my own snacks. I'll buy my own damn snacks. Might so, even buy your snacks. 745. Let's uh, get a check out what's going on. One final time with sports this morning. Chris Worthington. Uh, Chris Worthington. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Walton here. Giving you the latest. It's brought to you by Pork Belly and Cune. Open seven days a week. 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. Breakfast and lunch. Uh, even brunch. If you want to go in the middle there. Full filling breakfast or lunch it's delicious it's good check out the menu at theporkbellyidaho.com on tuesday we mentioned that the atlantic coast conference despite its name was considering offering membership to stanford and cal now they've added smu to that list the mustangs currently play in the american athletic conference the one that used to be called the big east a year ago the pac-12 was considering inviting smu but that was before eight other teams announced they would be leaving the pac-12 It was also revealed Tuesday that San Diego State was attempting to put together a new Power 5 conference featuring itself, the four remaining members of the Pac-12, three other teams from the Mountain West Conference, and four teams from the American Athletic Conference. But that fell through when the Mountain West presidents voted during a telephone conference to remain united. It was not revealed whether Boise State would have been one of the Mountain West teams invited to the new conference. The University of Georgia has fired a member of its recruiting staff who survived a January traffic accident in which Bulldogs offensive lineman Devin Willick and fellow recruiting staffer Chandler LaCroix were killed. Victoria Bowles was let go one month after she filed a negligence lawsuit against the University of Georgia Athletic Association and former Georgia defensive lineman Jalen Carter. The crash happened January 15th, less than a week after the Bulldogs beat TCU in the national championship game. According to the university, LaCroix was driving a vehicle leased by the school. Willick Bulls and Bulldogs football player Warren McClendon were passengers in the car when LaCroix lost control of the vehicle after accelerating to race against another vehicle driven by Carter. The school says Bowles was fired for refusing to cooperate with its investigation into the crash. That's sports. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 7.53, it is 65 degrees in downtown Boise. Our phone line's open once again, 208-336-3700, pound 670 
On your Verizon Wireless, uh, a couple of emails to get to. Talking about Bidenomics over the last hour of the show yesterday. Basically just asking you the question, um, are you uh, affected by what's going on in the economy right now? Um, Biden, and basically he's touting it's part of um, what he is running on, it looks like, in 2024 for the presidential election. And we, we all know that presidential candidates, uh, incumbents, don't do well if the economy's not doing well. And over 50% of the people, and that includes Democrats, don't think that the economy is doing well right now. So they're trying to get out that the economy is doing well. So one of the things we talked about yesterday was, personally, what is your economic situation? Is Bidenomics working for you? Everything we got yesterday, phone calls and emails, saying no. They didn't think that the economy was in great shape right now. We did get one supporter came in after the show. Wanted to read that. Says, uh, I call BS, writes in. I don't think that's his or her real name. Says, to those who blame all their financial woes on Biden, one person you talked to said he sold all his toys, doesn't hunt or do anything uh, much more uh, except for save money. If one to two dollars is making that much of a difference, then you are living way beyond your means to begin with. Two years doesn't change your financial situation that much if you're managing and living within your means. If it does, then it's an income issue. Prices have gone up, but so have wages. Of course, I want today's wages well, to yesterday's prices. I'd be curious to what the education level of these Biden hating colors are. However, wages have not gone up as fast as not prices. not even close. They're not keeping pace. Inflation. And by the way, um, just to give you an idea, this person that called, I don't, I don't know their financial situation. But, but say, for argument's sake, that he was making uh, the average Idahoan. Family income for Idaho average is $60,000 a year. That's, that's the average. So say he was making that two years ago, and that was the average, and he was just making ends meet. And I think all of us can kind of agree most of the time we're, we're, we live paycheck to paycheck, right? A, good, a large majority of people. So you're just living within your means. So say he was living within his means two years ago, and then all of a sudden inflation hits. If you just count last year's inflation at 9.6%, that means he lost $5,500 of buying power of his $60,000 income, family income. That's just one year. Mm -hmm. If you go back the year before that, so two years, it was inflation was at 7%. You're talking 16% interest, which is almost $10,000 less in buying power. So if he was just making ends meet, you're not talking a dollar or two here. You're talking over a two-year period of $16,000. So that might explain to you why he has quit hunting, why he has sold all of his toys, whatever toys that he may have, because to keep living within his means, having $16,000 less buying power, I mean, I'm not a math genius or here, but it sounds like he may be smarter than you. That does paint a pretty good visual picture. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. We'll take a break. Uh, don't forget, uh, we've got the Casper and Chris, damn near impossible question. Haven't had a chance to start working on it, so you can get your Costa Vida gift certificate. Stay tuned. It's coming up next. Tonight at 10, it's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 
Welcome to the 8 o'clock hour, 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you want to get through and take part in the uh, show today, feel free. Also, you can do it by uh, emailing chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. Phone lines are always open, of course. You can text us. Same as our main number, Kenny from Meridian. Uh, thanks for being patient, listening uh, this morning on 93.1 FM. Good morning to you. Guys, I'm doing well. <laughs> you know, I don't know what that lady's talking about. I'm out of debt. I don't have a whole lot of bills. But I own my own business, and gas prices are hurting me, and I can't really uh, charge a whole lot because I do residentials. So I know they're affected by it, and food costs go up. So I do the best that I can. And this still hurts me in the long run. So you're not saying that the uh, economy is doing well for you? No. You don't have to yell at us. I'm not yelling at you guys. I'm just yelling at that one lady. I don't know what the <laughs> hell she's thinking about. But gosh, I just don't understand why people like, love Biden so much. He's just a bozo. So... Thanks, guys. You have a great day. Be blessed and enjoy this beautiful weather. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Appreciate the phone call. You're welcome. The, the, the tone of her, I guess it was her. Could uh, be him, could be her. Well, true. Not quite The quite tone sure. of the email sounded a lot like those people who, uh, no matter what you say, they say, well, you should have thought of that ahead of time. <laughs> uh, by the way, I, I call BS wrote back to us. Yeah. Said, if your caller had to sell his boat, camper, guns, four-wheelers, and was living paycheck to paycheck, he is not smarter than me or even you. If buying all those toys toys puts you in a position to be living paycheck to paycheck, then you cannot afford them. Of course, the minute essentials goes up, he'll have to get rid of his toys. So many of us live on credit and beyond our means that we complain because we can't afford to go to the lake every weekend. Not going to the lake is not a hardship. Um, by the way, I didn't say he was living paycheck to paycheck. I said I gave that as an example because I don't know anything about. Well, you said a lot of people are. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know anything about, you know, how much he makes or whatever. But once again, you claimed in your email that one or two dollars isn't going to make a difference. It's not one or two dollars. In a two-year period, you're talking fifteen thousand dollars. So maybe he was living well within his means and could afford those two years ago. Now, two years later, just due to inflation, in real, actual money, he has possibly fifteen to twenty thousand, depending on how much money household income he has, fifteen to twenty thousand dollars less every year. That makes a difference, and everything has gone up. There, I'm trying to think: is there anything that has gone down in price over the last two years? Mm, nothing comes to mind. I couldn't. I, I was trying to think of that yesterday after the show, and it's like, all right, everything can't have gone up, can it? But I, I couldn't come up with one thing that I could think of that has gone down in price. I mean, we're we're talking power, electrical, natural gas, uh, electric vehicles have really gone up over the last two years. Mm-hmm. You just regular vehicles have shot up in price. Over the last two years. Food. I can't think of any food that has come down in price. Um, marijuana. Somebody somebody who travels to Ontario on a regular basis. Has the price of marijuana dropped over the last couple of years or has it gone up 
appreciably too. See, I, 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 I don't purchase that stuff, I so I can't, I can't tell you. I found something. Russell Wilson jerseys have gone to <laughs> <laughs> but you're, but you're, but you're, you're, you're right. I don't see much else. Uh, <laughs> oh, that may be the funniest thing you have said in a long time, Chris. Mm. <laughs> uh, can we end the show right there? <laughs> you, you want to end on a high note, and I don't know if we can get much higher without going to Oregon. If you want, I can repeat it at nine fifty-five. <laughs> That is awesome. Um, Craig writes in, uh, Mike at KBOI.com. We were talking about UPS drivers and the big, huge raise. And uh, if you're, if you're a high school student looking for a great job where you don't have to spend 50, 75, $100,000 getting a college degree, you don't have to take out a loan, uh, UPS may be the way to go because uh, within the next five years, they're going to go from about $145,000 a year. This is the average. Mm-hmm. Average pay for every employee at UPS. The drivers are, are going to go from about $145,000 to $170,000 per year. Now, Craig writes in, you forgot to mention what UPS drivers have to put up with to get that $170,000. Managers judging their performance with a stopwatch, specific requirements for driving, and stops per hour. It only sounds good. Mm, I've known a couple of UPS drivers, and I've asked them about their job. They absolutely loved working for the company. They like the high pay. They like the fact that they're not going to have to work 50 years to retire. I mean, we have managers holding stopwatches on us because, you know, "Ah, you guys went too long. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Stuff like that. frankly, doesn't everybody have managers that are, I mean, you, they have expectations, right? Everybody has expectations in their job to do a good uh, job. Not every manager micromanages, no, but, but enough no. of them do to, you know, to make you oh, mad whatsoever. See, I love this. We talk about something, and then within the next hour, I don't know if Fox Business is listening to us this morning, but all of a sudden, here we talked about it last hour, and now Fox Business is Talking about UPS offering 170000 to full-time drivers. Now, if you're a UPS driver, I'd love to hear from you this morning. I don't know if you're allowed to listen uh, while, while out delivering, but maybe you're not working today. Do you like the company? I mean, we have UPS drivers and employees living right here in the Treasure Valley. If you're listening this morning, I'd love to hear from you. Do you like your company? Is it a great company? Is it... Like all other companies, it's like I work here just for the hey. paycheck, and I don't necessarily like my job, but I'll take the paycheck. They probably wouldn't let me Uber the packages around, would they? <laughs> well, I guess if they get delivered on time, yeah. why why wouldn't they? Um, but anyway, I'd love to hear from you. If you work for UPS, go ahead and give us a call, because I've never worked for UPS. I don't have a relative that's worked there. I have talked to friends who did have the job there, and, and they loved working for the company. They like the high pay, they like the medical benefits, and like, and like I said, they like the fact that they weren't going to have to work there 30 or 40 years uh, before they retire. They're like, I get to work there 20 years, I'm going to have enough in my pension, 30, and I'm out of there. 36 years ago, I worked for UPI, and when I told people that, they would ask me if I drove one of the brown trucks. <laughs> I'd say, no, I just sit at a desk and call the police a lot. Uh, Robin writes in, uh, you two are slaying it this morning. I have been chuckling all morning. Thanks for what you do. Robin, thanks for the nice words. And 
Thanks, thanks for listening. I, I appreciate it. We appreciate having people listen. Ah, <laughs> oh, Chris. Uh, I don't know if uh, because of the donuts or what got you going this morning, but that was funny. Uh, Wayne, it, it, it was the donut. Wayne writes in. By the way, you had bacon on one of your donuts. I did. So, um, this Wayne writes in about bacon. The conversation we had earlier this week about prices for bacon going up thanks to California. Well, your focus this week has been on the price of bacon. Let's not forget that this will affect the cost of all pork products, which are less expensive and healthy protein source than when compared to beef. I can understand the difficulty that the pork producers have. In order to meet California requirements, they would have to have separate facilities to grow California pigs. I hope that the producers can find a way to keep prices lower for non-California customers. I don't. Wayne, I don't think that they're going to be able to do that. I don't think they're going to be able to just make facilities and go, here's the growing facilities for our California pigs. Here's the facilities for the rest of the nation. And in case you're tuning in this morning and hadn't heard our conversation on Monday, um, California new law states that anybody who um, sells pork products in their state Raises the hogs themselves. And raises yeah. the hogs themselves must have a 24 by 24. No, it's just 20, or, it's, uh, it's 24 just, square foot. Yeah, it's pen. just 24 square yeah, feet. Yeah, 24 it could, it square be, foot. Pen. It could be four by six. So, it, and that means even if, you know, you don't have your growing uh, operation in California, say you're in yeah. Iowa where most of the pigs in the country come from you must still abide by California law. So to do that, they have to retrofit, and they need more acreage to do all this, and it's just going to jump the price of pork massively for everybody else who doesn't live in California because of this new law. So the reason why I don't think that it, this is it's going to work to just grow California pigs in certain pens is they're saying that the new law is you can't have any pigs in your operation, whether you're in California or not, and that pig is not in a 24-square-foot pen. Yeah. Starting to sound like an episode of Portlandia, isn't it? Isn't it? A little bit. And we know how, you know, Portland's going right now. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Uh, we'll take a break here. Don't go away when we come back. We've got a $50 gift certificate to Costa Vida. If you would uh, like yourself some great food and lots of it, chance to answer the Casper and Chris damn near impossible question after traffic and weather. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. And once again, brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. For all your real estate needs, call 208-888-4128. Once again, we have a $50 gift certificate to give away to Costa Vida. Any one of the locations here in the Treasure Valley, you can use it at. get a lot of food. You can easily feed a family of four, even more than that, on $50. Maybe, maybe even your own. Uh, according to a new survey of college students headed off to college this fall, what is the number one back-to-school must-have for the dorm room. Once again, want to reiterate, this is college students, not not parents, nobody else, just college students who are headed back to fall. What do they say is the number one thing they need in their dorm room? Ned, you're going to get first crack at trying to get our $50 gift certificate. Uh, what is the number one thing? A microwave. Microwave. Very good guess, and you would think that would be the number No, it's not. 
Not, not. Keep trying. Uh, Kenny, good morning. According to a new survey of college students, this is the number one back-to-school must-have for the dorm room. What is it? A fan. A fan. Another good guess. Um, no, no, that is not See, it. See, you're, you're, you're thinking about things that you believe they actually need as opposed to what they just said they want. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that might help you out a little bit. Mike. Good morning. What, according to this new survey of college students, headed off to college is the number one back-to-school must-have for the dorm room? Uh, Mini-fridge. Mini-fridge? No. Good guess, though. Mary, good morning. According to a new college survey of students, this is the number one back-to-school must-have for the dorm room. What is it? A Bluetooth speaker. Bluetooth speaker. Uh, Everybody's guessing good. These are things that would make a dorm room wonderful. I'm sitting here thinking it's like, yeah, I kind of need these in my own bedroom is what I would like. Uh, Rick, number one thing, college students say they must have for their dorm room this fall. Mattress topper. Mattress topper. Uh, I don't even think that showed up in the survey. Good guess, though. Um, All right. I like like mine. We'll get a few more here. Uh, Eric, number one thing, college students say they must have. I'm going to guess a phone charger. Phone charger is not it. Mike, number one thing. Hello? Hello, yeah, Mike. Mike. Yeah, number one thing. College students say they must have in the dorm room this fall. Is it a Carrick, the copy maker? No, that is not it. You're getting warmer, though. Two more. Lyle, what's the number one thing college oh, students yeah. say they must have in the dorm room? I'm going to guess a mini fridge. No, that's been guessed a couple other times. Still wrong. Uh, Final one. All right, final person. Colin, you're either going to have this be the damn near impossible question or the impossible question. What is the number one thing college students say they need when they go back to school this fall? Uh, TV. 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 See, now, I was. I am shocked nobody guessed TV as of yet. It's, um, that's not the answer. It's not the answer, but I would have said TV is one of the first things. Um, thanks. The, the, the answer is something you'd probably never think of unless you were that age. Yeah. Um, you, you and I, Chris, never would have showed up no. for us going. We went back to college as one of the number one things uh, needed. When Chris said it was close, however, um, the Keurig I, machine. I, I meant uh, I meant beverages were involved. Well, not only beverages, but people use Keurigs for coffee, which has caffeine in it. Right. What, what does uh, energy drinks have? Caffeine. Caffeine. Energy the drinks is, are are the number one yeah, thing college students say they need to have. Basically, if you want to get a college student something they will appreciate in their dorm room, they would like a case of energy drinks. Isn't that shocking? Little or bit, maybe not shocking, bit. surprising that, yeah, energy drinks. But once again, I sit there and I think of my own kids and, and going to school. And even now, like when I play golf with my son, every time we play golf, yeah. he has an energy drink with him every single time. So it's just, I think it's a different world that college students live in now you first of all we didn't have energy drinks when you and i were going to college that is correct well we had coffee yeah we had coffee but not specific energy drinks now energy drinks are i mean good grief there mm-hmm. some of some of them taste horrible but some they, of them are fabulous they came out with jolt cola when i was in, in college and that was about the closest thing i think it was after jolt that pay, hey, people said hey look at people are buying this thinking that it's got 10 times the caffeine of a a regular soda what happens if we just made an energy drink I think that's where that actually came from. I was always uncomfortable with energy drinks because they have taurine in them. <laughs> no. And I keep looking at that word. It's T-A 
and then urine. Yeah. All right. The good news is uh, we didn't have a winner, so that means we will be giving away Costa Vita $50 gift certificate. Don't have to answer a stupid question. That will be coming up sometime within the next hour and a half. Stick around. Download the KBOI radio app for free for your Android or Apple device. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 839, uh, once again, stick around. Did not have an answer to our uh, damn near impossible question. So it turned into our impossible question this morning. Good news is that means we still have a $50 gift certificate that we're going to be giving away. And it could be going to you. And you don't have to say one darn thing or answer any darn questions. Just be ready to call. When we tell you, don't call now. Be ready to call 208-336-3700 or pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Caller number six will win that $50 gift certificate. Once again, don't call now. We'll tell you when sometime within the next uh, probably 60 minutes or so. Okay. Within the next hour, you'll have a chance to get at that $50 gift certificate. So stay right where you're at. Meanwhile, phone lines are open. So those uh, phone lines, phone numbers that I just gave you will come in handy if you want to take part in the show. You can also uh, email us at uh, mike at kbui.com or chris at kbui.com if you would like. Um, we are getting some uh, emails in uh, once again. Um, Gary writes in, uh, it's just... If just one or two companies, such as Morel, would stop selling their pork products in California, their prices would be so much lower they could monopolize the rest of the market and still make a lot of money. And the other companies would have to abandon California. They wanted to compete in the remaining 85% of the market. That, you know, that, that may be one of those things where you're correct if, if, you give up money for the short term to make mm-hmm. a lot more money in the long term. It might pop pay off for you. However, I've been doing that my whole life. Here, here's here's the other thing: you would have to do this on your own and hope that other companies. And this is why it probably wouldn't work. You would have to hope that other companies would follow you, yeah, and not instead go, "Oh, look, Morel just left California." We could take over the market share because they were one of the big companies. Um, we could fill that slot. That's that's why you have competition. You right. cannot go to the other companies and say, "Hey, look, let's all go out of California or pick two or three uh, other companies." That's collusion. That is illegal in the United States. You have to have free market trade. So you, as as long as they do that on their own and nobody picks up the phone. Um, or <laughs> you just want to make sure you don't have emails. If anybody has, has learned anything by listening to this show and other news shows, you don't want to have a, a trail of evidence left behind, whether that be phone calls, <laughs> messages, emails, letters, notes. If you happen to run each, into each other and you mention it in passing, as long as nobody's recording the conversation, okay. But once again... Morally iffy, but no proof, no evidence. You, you might get away with it, but you, it, it is illegal um, to sit there and try and collude with other companies to yes, leave yes. California or raise rates in California. That so that would get your. I mean, your, it, it it might work, but yeah, it's, yeah, uh, it, it could get you cost you more money. Yeah. Um, in the long run. Uh, another text message from Glenn in Eagle writes in, looks like the temperature this week, at least early on, was 10 degrees below normal. I am very concerned about global cooling. 
Last week, I was concerned about global warming because of the high temperatures. Seems like normal summer stuff to me. That's Glenn and Eagle. Yeah, it's basically called the weather. John says, regarding spiritual research, the problem is in her (laughs) channeling of a psychic spirit, she doesn't know if the spirits are angelic or followers of Odin or liberals. (laughs) Once again, if you are listening in, what he is talking about there, the uh, judge threw out the case against the Texas psychic, TikTok psychic, that had claimed that a University of Idaho professor was somehow, some way responsible or helped to murder the four victims at the University of Idaho last year. The police have said there is absolutely no evidence that leads them to think that there is any connection whatsoever, but it didn't stop her from saying that she had a connection and believed that she was the reason that the four students were murdered. So that case was thrown out of court yesterday with prejudice, by the way, so it can't it can't be brought up once again. The only thing I don't understand about that, because I knew I was 100%, okay, 99.9999% sure that the case was going to be thrown out and she was going to lose. The thing that does surprise me is the judge did not allow for the professor to recover attorney's fees, which usually on, on frivolous lawsuits like this, you do That's see... Kind of, it's kind of standard. Yeah, you, you do see... The courts say, look, this is a frivolous lawsuit. She should never have had to hire attorneys to fight this. And because of that, you bring in this frivolous lawsuit, then we're going to have you pay her attorney's fees. So um, my guess is uh, anybody who knows an attorney and, and has had to hire an attorney, um, you, you know, they usually make 150 to $500 or more an hour. She probably had to come up with a few thousand dollars in attorney's fees just to fight this stupid thing. John writes in and says, listening in Seattle, local fuel at Costco is four forty-five a gallon. But thanks to our idiot governor that's in Washington, we still have the second highest state fuel tax in the nation, and the roads are still crap. I don't see any end to this until the liberals are the minority. A lesson for Idaho, keep control of your state. Don't let liberal thinking infest you. We're trying. Curtis says the lump sum payment that we're talking about the uh, Mega Millions, by the way. Somebody won Mega Millions last night for $1.58 billion. Curtis says the lump sum payment will first face a mandatory federal tax withholding of 24%, leaving the winner with $475.22 million. Does, ca- which, does, does Florida which, have a state, state tax? That's what I'm curious. Don't know. I don't know either. But that's still enough to get by. In, like, Monaco even. Yeah. And that's that's income tax. Isn't there um another tax like um like if you go gamble, you have you have taxes taken out of that sin tax. Sin tax. <laughs> yeah, know. I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know if there's more taxes <laughs> than just the state and federal income tax uh that come out of that. Um but I mean, I've I've won jackpots in uh, Nevada and I'll give you a perfect example. I was playing a game and I found a game that paid off pretty pretty good uh in a bar one time it was it was uh blackjack slot machine blackjack yeah. but the cool thing was um when you won the blackjack you got to either cash out whatever you, it is that you bet and won or you could go double or nothing and then they played high card low card so they would flip over a card for instance if you if it was a 2 you could play double or nothing and go because you're guaranteed to win. Yes, I, it's going to be higher and go higher. And um, there were a couple times where I went double or nothing 
and got up uh, above $2,000. And the second time that I did that and cashed out, um, the person who was cashing me out saying, hey, you know, we have to take so much percentage of taxes out of your winnings. So she goes, if you would just cash out before you get to $2,000, I don't have to do that. You don't have to fill out the papers. But if you win over $2,000, I must fill this out. And I said, so they don't take over taxes? He goes, well, I can't tell you that. You still have to pay your taxes. I'm just saying (laughs) that I won't take the taxes from you. Mm -hmm. Um, What happens, you know, next year when you file your taxes is up to you. Which, by the way, if the IRS is listening, I paid my taxes on it. (laughs) 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. What if if the state tax commission is... We'll take a break. Phone lines are open. If you're on the phone line, don't go anywhere. I promise we'll get to you coming up next. Uh, do have phone lines open. If you want to email us, you can do that. Or text us, same as our main number. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 854-208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Uh, Gary from Nampa. Listening on 670 uh, AM, you wanted to uh, straighten something out. You you had written us an email we had read and uh, say we misinterpreted. How would we, how did we misinterpret? Okay, my thought was that one of the large pork producers decided not to sell in California, their prices would be low enough that they could dominate the other 85% of the market and make up the difference, you know, by abandoning California and then concentrating on having the lowest prices in the other 85% of the market. Then, then it would just be up to their competitors, either their competitors, if they wanted to compete in the 85% of the market, they would have to either abandon California or only charge California for all the extra expense of producing pork for California. I... I think there'd be, I mean, I mean, I'm not on the board of directors of any of these companies, <laughs> but I think the math would probably be there. Yeah. But, I hope they fix something, that's for sure, because, I mean, it's going to raise the price for everybody, and that includes right here. And we, I mean, we heard from uh, Chef Wally, uh, he had texted me earlier this week, that just over the last two weeks, his price for bacon has gone up $10 and just for a box of bacon that he gets, and I can't remember what he said, how many pounds were in a box, but the box itself just in the last two weeks has gone up $10. Wow. And guess I'm what? Wondering. They they don't They don't eat that. They pass that along to you and me, the people who love bacon. How is it going to affect other products like bologna, where right now you can get all beef bologna, or you can get, you know, bologna that's made with pork, turkey, beef, combination for less is that all of a sudden going to be more expensive and now you'll find that like the all beef bologna will be cheaper than the, <laughs> what is currently the cheap stuff yeah hard to say thanks for the call thanks for uh straightening us out appreciate it do you like turkey bacon if i can't have real bacon mm-hmm. it, it, turkey bacon is not even close to the taste of real I, bacon I, I like it in a blt though yeah, because there's enough surrounding it that you probably can't really tell the tastes. 
that much. I mean, if they're, I mean, it's bacon, so I, I'm I'm going to love bacon. I just don't like it anywhere close yeah, to what not, I like real bacon. It's not actually bacon. It's just turkey that's shaped like bacon. Well, well, it's also, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, um, uh, what's the term? I can't cured, cured, uh, just like real bacon mm. is to get that same taste that you get from bacon but i mean turkey bacon it is more healthy it has so much less uh fat and everything in it so i I get the reason for people you know that like that um gotta be healthy it's been cured it's been cured yeah uh 208-336-3700 pound 670 on your verizon wireless uh we'll take a break here we've got news coming up next at the top of the hour um we'll get back to some of your emails and phone calls when they come up and don't forget on the way in the coming hour promise we did not get a winner for our casper and chris damn near impossible question this morning so somebody somewhere is going to get that 50 dollars gift certificate to costa vita your chance to win sometime in the next hour don't call us now we'll tell you when it's 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back up Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Still getting uh, emails, text messages, and a few phone calls this morning uh, on something we talked about over the last hour of the show yesterday. Biden is out saying... And pushing the administration is uh, on campaign stops. Kamala Harris uh, also doing, vice president, that Bidenomics is working because we're in much better shape today than we were a year ago. Okay. <laughs> I, I guess you could say that. But the yeah. question... What, what, what was the system called a year ago? Um, Bidenomics also. Yeah. He just didn't start know. using it back then mm. um yeah i i guess you could say um maybe because of the inflation rate um is not 9.6 percent right now that maybe we're in better shape and that's why we asked the question yesterday um because i i can sit there and look at my own economic situation and go no everything that i'm paying for is more expensive mm-hmm. everything and <laughs> Not going to ask you again. Is there anything you can think of that is lower? In case you missed it, it was damn funny. Yeah, I said the only thing I could find that had gone down in price was uh, a Russell Wilson jersey. <laughs> um, but other than that, I can't think of one thing that has gone down. Um, text message in Bidenomics, highest interest rate this century, lowest credit rating in over a decade, highest debt GDP ratio. Median homes, 5.8 time medium income, record high consumer debt, workforce participation remains below pre-COVID levels, regulators crippling every sector except the black market, uh, flooding the country with illegal low-wage labor, government-imposed labor contracts on unions, air travel disruptions, expired tax code provisions that fueled pre-COVID boom, China energy plan, inflation persists, federal workers still working from home, and they keep working on sanctuary cities, and student debt transferred to taxpayers. That, in my opinion, shows that Bidenomics is not working. Sanctuary cities? Sanctuary cities. Mm-hmm. John says, uh, like when you call out your boss for blaming his employees for decisions he said he was making and would take full ownership of, that is until it fails and his team advised him such and now he's backpedaling. Uh, to CHA, which is, of course, cover his 
A. Mm-hmm. If his <laughs> um, senior managers had a brain, they'd get rid of the problematic manager. Uh, text message. Mike, please understand that the current rate of inflation was created by a pandemic and lack of supply chain, which is causing the current inflation. Here in the United States, many of the Biden policies have caused the rate of inflation to be reduced. I would suspect that if Trump was the current president, he would be struggling with inflation. And like the pandemic, he would have struggled with controlling inflation, too. Trump was the problem. Biden, to to a large part, has been the solution in reducing inflation. You know what? I'll I'll just call bullcrap on that. Why? Um, Economic spending by the federal government. Mm-hmm. is what causes inflation. So saying that inflation would be there no matter what, no, it has to do with what the federal government has been, the trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars that's been spent over the last three years. Granted, some of it has to do with COVID, um, not everything. That And the only reason I say that, you don't have to believe me, but here's why I don't believe you, and here's why I don't believe Biden. I actually believe a Nobel Prize-winning economist, Milton Friedman, explained the only one thing that causes inflation, regardless of opinions. Inflation is made in Washington because only Washington can create money. And any other attribution of, to other groups of inflation is wrong. Consumers don't produce it. Producers don't produce it. Trade unions don't produce it. Foreign sheiks don't produce it. Oil imports don't produce it. What produces it is too much government spending and too much government creation of money and nothing else. So, tell me what you think of this. Uh, If there are more jobs than there were, say, a year ago, and wages are higher than they were a year ago. Uh, That means household income should be a little higher than it was a year ago, which would lead then to a rise in consumer spending because when people have more money, they tend to spend more money. Uh, That then increases the demand and the scope for companies to increase the prices of their goods and services. And then when that happens across a large number of sectors or businesses, that leads to an increase in inflation. No? Yeah. Where's that money coming from? The more jobs and higher wages? Yeah. Hmm. And your, your point would be that it's all coming from the government? No, a large portion. When, when you have, over the last two years, well, the you, federal government making, just making up... right over $7 trillion and putting it out into the economy, it just, it's made up money. Okay. I mean, it's, it's not produced by but, anything. But the, same, it's not, but the same thing would happen if you simply cut taxes. I, I, I guess I don't follow you. How, how if cutting, you, if cutting you, taxes, if you putting cut, $7 trillion for the federal cut, government, putting fake if money If you out. cut people's taxes, they have more money, they spend more money, and the, the economy's better, and inflation goes up. Right? It, it could. Okay. Or they don't spend money. They actually pay off bills and, and save it because they have more money. The, who does that? <laughs> I do. (laughs) 
in the last five years, we've paid off almost every bill with the exception of our house. Mm. Cars are paid off. Credit cards are paid off every month. So I, I, I get that. I mean, it, it's, it's more than maybe what the Milton Friedman said. It's maybe not that simple. But when you have federal dollars that are going out, um, for instance, to pay money for people to build electric vehicles, to buy electric vehicles in subsidies, um, you have federal money going out in the um, PPP acts where people, I mean, this is, this is all just, I, I call it free money. It's actually not free money. It comes from the taxpayers eventually having to pay that. But you have all that money, so people so, people are spending more of it. And and even though the price, your your income is going up on, in wages, it's not going up anywhere close to what inflation has gone up over the last two years. So spending taxes, though, you're circulating the same money back into the system. However, deficit spending, no deficit spending. No, you're not. Your your tax if you're if you're cutting taxes, that's actual money that you have. No, I mean it's not the federal sp- government the, making new money that's not really backed by anything and saying here, here's more money. No, I'm talking about just spending tax money. It's all tax money eventually. Mm-hmm. But, you, but you're if, you're, but you're but borrowing, and it's event. Well, you're, supposedly <laughs> it's all going to be paid back. I don't know if. Do you really think at our 31 trillion dollar deficit? Do you think any time in the future? Do you really think that's ever going to be paid back? No. I don't either. But that's mainly because I personally can't figure out a way to pay back a trillion dollars, <laughs> much less 31. I can't, can't think, think of a way to pay, pay back $1 million. Uh, Stephen Boise, good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. Good morning, guys. You know, if we had laws that were based on reason instead of emotion, and I'm talking the environmental community who keeps telling us the planet's going to implode or we're going to all die and uh, the fear factor that goes into economics uh it wouldn't we wouldn't be where we're at uh, all these uh, electric car companies that are having to be subsidized to get them going that comes out of our pocket and there's just no way that the planet's going to end in 12 years Uh, with all this fear that they're putting into the public out here. They've been doing it for 40 years. Nothing's happened. And they keep using that fear factor to run the economy. And it's it's really sad. Uh, You know, I don't want to have air that's polluted, but I look at the air in the last uh, 50 years that I've been here, and everything's improved. The water quality's improved, and they keep trying to find this panacea where there's zero credit or zero carbon you're not going to have zero carbon uh that's just the way it is carbon is a is a element well, why you're has get rid of it why has the air improved over the last 50 years well it's it's done it because of improvements to the uh internal combustion automobile but now they're chasing this uh carbon footprint and all these things that people don't understand I don't get it. I mean, I, I know what the, the philosophy behind it is, but you can't see it. They talk about these metric tons of carbon that they've taken out. of. The, where is it? Where did it go? Where was it? We don't see it. it it's, a, it's an illusion. It's smoke and mirrors. 
And that's and we, so when we start making uh, laws because of smoke and mirrors, we're never going to see the effect of that law. It's like you say, Chris, we'll never pay off $31 trillion. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's it's an illusion. And people are being deceived because they've been, shall I say, brainwashed to think we're going to save the planet. The planet's going to be here long after we're all gone. It'll still be here. Look at Well, the it's not the Jupiter planet. It's not, it's not the planet we're saving. We're trying to maintain well, our way of life on the planet, which would... In, no, but that's you know. the illusion they're, they're selling. We're saving the planet by going electric. Well, that's, well, that's just semantics, though. I mean, we're actually saving people. It is. Yeah. Uh, to the planet, we're a surface nuisance, so they could get rid of us any time they wanted to. Well, or, or well, it, yeah. or and throughout that. history, uh, you know, basically it's happened, what, a couple times? A couple of good earthquakes and some volcanoes and, and whatnot, and, you know, we'd have to start yeah. over. So, you know, when we start basing our laws on, on logic rather than emotions, then we'll start having some decent laws and things that people can live with. Right now, all we're doing is throwing, hurling uh, emotional arrows at everybody and making everybody afraid of whatever the government has to do to, to save the planet or whatever they're doing. You know, and and you're, opposed, you're, you're opposed to a government that operates by making people afraid? Yes, I am. Okay. And 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 I'm you know, that, that that's what that's <laughs> that's what we've had in the past where they scared people to death, and yet we still repeat the past. Yeah. We should get over that. Oh, look at I we mean they they scared people to death about acid rain, and look it it cleared up acid acid rain went away. <laughs> I, I don't know how the government did it, but yeah, it went oh, away. Yeah. Well, electricity. I I really think that. Uh, fossil fuels and they're named that because they wanted to make everybody think they were rare i think that is uh recycled stuff that the earth generates annually uh and we're not going to get rid of fossil fuels because we're still going to have oil being created it's been created over hundreds of thousands of years that's true but i think it's going to be around for a long long time and uh, i think it's it's just the earth making waste all right. Thanks for the call, Steve. Thanks for the thoughts. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy. And Verizon Wireless need to take a break. We're already running late. Um, we have one line open if you want to get through. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon Wireless. We'll take a break. You can email us Mike at kboi.com dot com and Chris at kboi.com. dot com. Ben Shapiro this afternoon at one. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI. Nine twenty two two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pounds six seventy on your Verizon wireless. If you want to get through, Kevin from Caldwell. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Uh, listening this morning on the uh, iHeart app. Good morning, Mike. Morning, Chris. Hey, uh, you were talking a minute ago about Milton Friedman's, um, you know, analysis on what causes inflation. And Chris, you said, but if the government spends your taxes, that would, you know, be spending that could cause inflation. Where you're kind of missing it there is when the government cuts taxes, you have the money to spend and the government does not. Mm -hmm. When the government spends your taxes, the government has the money to spend and you don't. So you're both not spending. What he's saying is the creation of money is that extra loop thrown in 
that throws the whole system out of balance. And that's what he's getting at. So, yeah, even if the government spends just your tax money, it's it's just money that you no longer had to spend. Right. So that's that's exactly what he's getting at. Okay. Well, ideally, they're supposed to just organize it and spend it to benefit you. But, of course, that's we know that's not exactly what happens. No, nah, it benefits them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Thanks, Kevin. Back to their pockets. Thanks, yep. guys. Appreciate the call. Uh, Scott from Boise, uh, listening on 93.1 FM. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Hello, Scott. I can hear you breathing. I'll put you back on hold. Apparently lost you. Rich from Boise, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Well, two things. Every time the federal government has cut taxes, they borrowed money to make up the difference, uh, at least for the past 50, 60 years. Uh, so they, they created money to cut taxes. And, and the second thing I wanted to bring up, Steve refused to acknowledge that the reason air pollution and water pollution has gone down in the past 50 years was because of government regulations. That's why cars are more efficient. The government passed laws. They passed laws against environmental pollution. That's why the rivers have cleaned up, and that's why in some places the air is cleaned up. Some places the air still isn't acceptable. But you, you can't you can't say that something is you know you can't badmouth the government regulations and then talk about then brag about what they did because uh, you know the automobile manufacturers did not voluntarily make more efficient engines uh, they did not put air pollution on their cars voluntarily. That sounds like one of those commercials, with the, you know, where the guy's using head and shoulders, and they say, "Well, why do you use head, why do you use head and shoulders? You don't have dandruff." And he goes, "I know." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it was uh, it was all government regulation and wastewater, all 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 different kinds of things. I remember, you know, I remember when this all happened. It started, it kind of started in the early '60s, and when they started cleaning up uh, the air and. Uh, and water around the country. All right. Thanks for the call. 208-336-3700. Pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Need to take a break right now. Um, and since phone lines have opened up a little bit, I promised we were going to give a Costa Vida gift certificate, $50 value to some lucky person. Uh, you don't have to answer a damn near impossible question. You don't have to do anything except be caller number six right now at 208-336-3700 or pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. If you're caller number six, you will get that $50 gift certificate to use at any one of the Costa Vida locations. Doc, carefully. Good luck. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. Nine thirty-three. Congratulations going out to Jamie Langston. Jamie Langston is calling number six. Picked uh, herself. Was Jamie a guy or a girl? Identified as a female, apparently. Uh, Jamie uh, picked herself up a fifty-dollar gift certificate to Costa Vida. We didn't give away our uh, gift certificate during the Casper and Chris damn near impossible question because the question was impossible to answer this morning. Oh, so. It- Jamie, congratulations! And, and the question was, but it was it was the fault of who they asked. They asked college students. <laughs> yeah, they asked college students, "What's the one thing you're going to need in your dorm room uh, most, more than anything else, this fall?" 
And their answer was uh, energy drinks. Well, now, when when you ask that question, I think you're thinking of, like, fixtures. What do you need most? Do you need a lamp? Do you need, you know, something that would just permanently be in your dorm room that would help you? Because, uh, you know, energy drinks are a usable good that you have to go and buy again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and quite frankly, it also has to do with, you know, the age and who they're asking yeah. um, because, you know, if as people were giving their answers this morning, I'm going, well, that's a good thing. Yeah, I would want a TV is the very first thing that I would want. A fridge. Now, even though I know the answer, it's like um, energy drinks are way down the list for me, but I'm not a college student that's right. heading off to try and stay up all hours to party well, and make and sure that I can get up early in the morning. College students would not like me because they would say, well, I need energy drinks. And I would say, hey, have you ever tried studying during the day? <laughs> A novel approach, but no. Study during the hours when you're awake anyway. Dave from Meridian, uh, thanks for being patient. You're on Newstalk KBUI. Uh, good morning to you. Uh, good morning. How are you guys today? Good. Yeah, I uh, I love this taxing and spending. Uh, people get it half right. Uh, when <laughs> Reagan cut taxes, revenues from taxation increased one point nearly doubled however the spending in congress because tip o'neill and them and the republicans uh they tripled spending so they doubled revenues and they tripled spending and so yes the government there hasn't been an administration yet that hasn't borrowed money there's never been a a balanced budget even though said there was one and the republicans joined in in that lie but they have always spent more money than they kick in it has nothing to do with the taxing art laffer everybody laughs at the laffer curve but it's <laughs> right but the extremists say well oh that means if you got zero taxes then we'd have infinite money which that isn't what it says there's an optimum uh, amount of taxation you can do but when clinton cut taxes Revenue from uh, taxation increased. And uh, so they don't have to make it up by borrowing. What happens is the people out here, during Reagan, minority businesses started. They started new businesses, and the revenue to the government increases. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what. And so uh, they, uh, it's, I don't know why it gets so emotional about that. It's a, uh, uh, but there is an optimal amount, you know. If you cut the if you cut taxes to zero, then there's going to be no revenues. Right. But uh, there is but they, an optimal. But they can amount. still print more money. I, I think it's the zero part what, of that that is why people don't really understand the Laffer curve because they just assume that well, the lower you cut it, you know, by by the Laffer curve, the lower you cut taxes, the more we should be uh, collecting in taxes. And they said, if you get down to zero, well, shouldn't we have infinite money? Well, well, we do because we can print it. No, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> that's, uh, Whoop, forgot that's, about that one. And that's the problem. We have a mint. Thank uh, you, Dave. Uh, go, go ahead. I was just going to say more dollars chasing fewer goods. So when the government keeps the money, there's fewer goods, but there's more dollars out there. And so uh, when the, the government lets us keep part of it, and we we create wealth, and then. Yeah. Then it's the uh, same number of dollars chasing more goods. 
and then you get, uh, you know, it deflates. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate the call. Julie writes in, email Mike at KBOI.com. Full employment should not create inflation because more employed people create more goods, supply, tax cuts, incentivize, incentivize job creation, more jobs, more supply, monetary policy, and the printing of money is what causes inflation. And once again, that's what Milton Friedman, a Nobel-winning price. That was Julie? Economist, yeah, said. Hmm, I think I know Julie. I think maybe all of us know Julie. Or okay. at least know the name, yeah. <laughs> um, Jim says, your attempts at being economists are failing badly. <laughs> yes, well, you know. Uh, with inflation at 2.97%, 2% is considered healthy. And with leveling interest rates, the U.S. economy is strong. It grew more quickly than we thought in the first few months of the year. And one big reason is that people have continued spending money. Look at Europe's and China's for economies in trouble. That's Jim. And quite frankly, Jim, that's exactly why we ask the question that we asked yesterday. Because we can sit there and spout the numbers just like you did. And that's what Biden is doing right now as he's running for president, saying our economy is in better shape than it has been in the last two years. According to the numbers, it looks like it is. And that's why we ask the question, is your personal economy in better shape right now than it has been over the past two years? So we were just asking people's opinions, not as economists, but as people that are actually participating in the economy and are feeling the inf- the effects of inflation and what the what's happening in the economy right now. Um, because basically, according to polling numbers, over 50% of the people don't think the economy is in a good shape right now. And that's, once again, in case you missed it earlier this morning, why President Biden and the Biden administration, part of their campaign push right now, is saying that the economy is in great shape because presidents who don't have a great economy who are incumbents usually don't win their election. So they've got to, through their PR machine, change that around or Biden isn't going to get elected in 2024. Greg from Indian Valley says the only true wealth a nation has is agriculture. Anything that comes from the ground, whether it's minerals, timber, or livestock, is new dollars. It's odd that the party of Bidenomics seems to be the party declaring war on this country's ag industry. Did he, did he qualify minerals as part of agriculture? I, I mean, hope, I mean, I I hope the, not, because no matter how much you fertilize a mineral, it's not going to grow more. He's talking about just anything that comes from the earth. I, I think he's Although that specifically is the, talking about... That is the only place we can get things. Yeah. Plant life. Um, another email... Mike at KBY.com says, Mike, I don't know what brought you around to finally admit was all the pandemic checks and excess government spending over the last few years, but it's so refreshing. Our populace is so needing an education on this topic. Our government printing money without the hard labor behind it. It gives wealth, only creates counterfeit money, and there's the reason why counterfeit has always been illegal. It causes inflation, makes our money less valuable, keep up the education, no more government spending. Um, I don't know if I've just come around. I've pretty much always been conservative when it comes to uh, federal government spending money. You feel like being insulted? I didn't feel. I didn't feel like I was insulted no, there. Do, but do you feel like being insulted? Oh God, go I'm ahead. Asking, I'm asking, go, go ahead. I'm asking. I for can. The I can take it. Immediate future. I can take uh, it. Mark says, "I really want to hear more of Casper's mouth breather economics." Not. Now, you do occasionally breathe out your mouth, which I don't think is a bad thing. 
I wonder if he's talking about this because I've had somebody else um, basically be wrong um, because I'm not an economist. But this guy is, as a matter of fact, he's a Nobel Prize winning economist. So maybe you missed the fact that it wasn't me saying this. It was Milton Friedman. Money. And any other attribution of an, to other groups of inflation is wrong. Consumers don't produce it. Producers don't produce it. The trade unions don't produce it. Foreign sheiks don't produce it. Oil imports don't produce it. What produces it is too much government spending and too much government creation of money and nothing else. That wasn't me saying that. I'm not, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not an, couldn't even come close to saying I'm economist. I, I will not even go to, as far as to say, which I have said before in the past with a lot of different things. Sometimes I play a lawyer on the radio. Sometimes I play a doctor on the radio. Um, I can't claim to play an economist on the radio. I have my opinions. Um, but I, I, Going to go with Milton Friedman. I mean, he's won a Nobel Prize on a, uh, a, a Nobel Prize winning economist. Seems pretty smart to me. Yeah. Not every Nobel Prize winning economist, though, has agreed with Milton Friedman on what creates inflation. Well, it's there are there are people who study economics as much as Milton Friedman who come up with the exact opposite. On on inflation on on everything on the no I'm specifically talking about inflation here because I haven't studied Milton Friedman at all or or heard you know some of his policies or you know economic statements on other things I'm specifically talking about one thing and that's what creates inflation. Speaking of inflation, I don't know if it's inflation that is causing this. I have a funny feeling it has something to do with possibly interest rates because we should get some news tomorrow. Dow, which opened up flat this morning, 172 points down as of right now. Hmm. NASDAQ down, Standard & Poor down. Matter of fact, there's a lot of red up on the board this morning. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. One more break. We have one more segment to get through. If you uh, want to get through, this is your final chance to do it. Go ahead and give us a call or email us right now. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 949-208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. He's Chris Walton. I'm Mike Casper. Thanks for listening in. More importantly, thanks for being a part of the show. From yesterday, uh, writes in an email, Mike at KBY.com says, I'm the one who no longer has any fun. I mentioned yesterday how I no longer do things I've been doing my whole life, hunting, fishing, etc. I'm a native Boise, Idahoan. I am 53 and have done those things my whole life. The very reason I stopped is so I can live within my means. So I don't know what that jack wagon I heard this morning telling me it's my fault what he was talking about. These were the very things that made me who I am now, and now I can't do them. I have not changed. Everything else has. Jane says, uh, Mike Duff protests too much. He's in better financial shape this year than last year. I'm betting it's his wife who's the smart one. Didn't he just move into a brand new home? I'm sure it wasn't worse than his last one. I think we give our president, Trump or Biden, too much blame and too much praise. 
you can't say you're worse off and say that all your cars are paid off, bills are paid off. Uh, Mike did it in spite of who the president is. You reap when it's good and save when it's not. Here's the interesting thing and why you're wrong. The house that I moved into is a nicer home. However, it's a much smaller home on a much smaller lot that was much, much more expensive than my other home. I used the money that I got from that home exclusively by owning it for the last 20-some-odd years and used the money that was built up from owning that home and paying down the uh, payment. Mortgage. The mortgage um, to be able to finance the new home that we live in. By the way, the interest rate when we bought the home three years ago, well, who was president? Was 2.8%. What are interest rates if you get a mortgage loan now? 7%. When did it get down to 2.8? Well, when we bought the home, so three years ago. I mean... Like, uh, it like, would have been, uh, like we right, bought the home in July. Right, of, before, right, right before that, was it much higher? Um, Three to four percent. Mm. We bought it, we, we financed our home at the absolute lowest it's ever been in history. I mean, I mean back when it was like eight or nine, when when did it go like down from like nine or eight down to three? Um, I don't know. When I bought my first house, it was, uh, we bought our first house, it was eight percent. And that was back in nine. 1980, I want to say 85 or 86. Yeah. It was 8, it was 8% back then. Like I said, we we lucked out and bought our house at the exact lowest that mortgage rates have ever been. Now they're up 7%. That also increases the price that people have to pay on homes. Jim and Eagle, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. So I'm uh I'm I'm a fan of this uh, subject, and I was—I go back to 1989 when I was watching Alan Greenspan do a two-hour speech to both houses because of the crash at that time, and he closed with this quote, and I think it's a good quote to close your show with. I guess, yeah, just a second, my computer went to sleep. I guess I should warn you, if I turn out to be particularly clear you probably misunderstood what I said. <laughs> and that pretty much tells you what an economist does yeah. to the economy, what they mean. Well, they yeah. are observers, and that's all there is to it. It is all smoke and mirrors, and they're making guesses with your money and your future. I, I, was, trying, I was trying to kind of describe something similar to that earlier. I said <laughs> I was talking about Milton Friedman, and uh, the, the name that I couldn't come up with for some reason was John Kenneth Galbraith. Uh, and oh, yeah. they they were almost polar opposites when it came to things. Galbraith, uh, I guess you could call him more of a philosopher because he uh, just sort of commented on society, but he co- he considered himself a realist. You know, he he talked yeah. about the way the economy really is, and Friedman talked about the ideal economy and what it should be. Uh, right. But when it comes to people who teach economics, Friedman was the one who got into all the uh, uh, textbooks. Yeah, I think Greenspan hit the nail with that one. Yeah, that's pretty good. We put so much faith in what these gurus say. <laughs> yeah. They're just, you know, they're just riding the razor like the rest of us, yeah. really. So, Thanks for the call, Jim. Appreciate it. Take care. Uh, Paul, we got 30 seconds here. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, you, that's a great topic, you guys. 
I, I had a kind of a fact checker question that I don't need to answer today, maybe tomorrow, um, and that would be about how they projected what they came up with the remedy for what inflation was during the Carter administration and what it's been and how it changed during the Biden administration. There's there's a discrepancy in there, and I don't know enough about how they, they calibrated that, yeah. so I don't makes two of us paul thanks for the call uh randy we got about 30 seconds here quickly uh i think maybe i've said this before i'm a contractor and in 21 uh, in 22 i made literally and I, I don't have any reason to be afraid to say this and i ain't bragging i made a hundred thousand dollars more in 22 than 21 but it was all because of all my expenses, my materials and costs were up, and I spent a hundred thousand more. So everything is inflated that terribly. Yeah. And then see, think about it this way, guys: the real estate market is 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 shaky because you don't know where to, where it's going to end. And then the price of things went up. Windows, garage doors, Randy, whatever. We're, we're up on time. Appreciate your thoughts this morning. That's it for today. We're on a 20-hour break. I'm going to go out and uh, count my lack of money. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.